We celebrate Australia's hottest entrepreneurs, the game changers. But among all their success, we often forget that the one thing they all have in common is failure. This is the audacity to fail. This podcast is brought to you by Startup Smart, Australia's leading startup news and opinion site. I'm Danushi, and today we're joined by Cyan Taid. She's the co-founder and executive director of Envato. With 6 million members around the world, the platform has generated more than $300 million to sell us on its digital marketplace. Envato is also one of the most visited platforms in the world. But when they started, Envato really gave its founders a run for their money. We got into debt and we were living in my parents' basement. We really got to a point where there was no other choice but to make it work. Taid, with her partner in life and business, Collis, had taken a huge gamble and things looked a little bleak. You just couldn't really consider the ramifications of what would happen if it did go as wrong as it could do if it didn't take. And we just felt like, okay, we just need to keep on running. During this time, there wasn't much space to dwell on the chance of failing. But as Envato was just entering the market, it was a prime time for mistakes. I think I didn't realise how much freedom we had to make mistakes. Envato today is recognised as not only one of the best places to work in Australia, but it was recently named Job Advice's coolest tech company for women. To get to this point, it has taken an incredible amount of on-the-job training through trial, error and learning. When Envato first started growing, Taid had to head an expanding team with barely any experience. When you're learning how to lead a big team of people and you've never done something like that before and you're young, I mean, I was 25 when we started Envato, you make some rookie mistakes along the way because you've never done it before. And that's hard. That's really hard because it's people. You're in charge of their livelihoods, their working lives. It's sort of a massive responsibility and you want to take it seriously and you want them to have happy, positive working lives. So those are the ones early on where I think I really beat myself up because I felt like, wow, this is a great team and they deserve better than this. Instead of throwing in the towel, these early mistakes pushed Taid to develop her knowledge and ability to become a stronger leader. It made me buck up and learn. I mean, I'm a bit of an HR nerd. Every time I get sent anything, (laughs) any articles around people in business, you know, I'm going to read it because I want to be really good at that stuff. Taid knows now that making mistakes is an important part of discovering what works best. Anytime you want to do something exceptional, you are going to need to be making calls which are outside of the commonly made calls that people make. And sometimes you're going to get it right and sometimes you're going to get it wrong. Going through those early stages and just trying to figure out, okay, what is everyone else doing when they solve this problem? How could we solve this problem exceptionally? And then getting some things wrong and going, geez, all right, that was a disaster. Let's scramble. Let's figure out, you know, how do we get this right? This recipe of trying and failing till something clicks has helped Taid and her team grow invited to where it is today. But the thought of failing did scare her once upon a time. I think I avoided doing things where I might fail because I was scared of what it might mean or what it might say about me, what it might say about my capacity. And then I think I reached a point where I realized that I had been shying away from learning all I could learn and having all the experiences that I could have by avoiding challenging situations where I might fail. And so I made a real effort to shift my thinking. 
Before going on to create one of the world's largest digital marketplaces, Taid went through a couple of hit and miss ventures on her own. Anybody going back to the early 20s would go, wow, that was just a storm of mistakes, one after another. I had a brief period where I decided that I wanted to sell jewelry. So I made some jewelry and I sold it at a local market. And when I say sold it, I sold very few. And I have this recollection of wearing one of the pieces that I'd made and being on the bus and it just fell apart like the whole thing just like exploded it was a bunch of beads and just exploded and I remember I turned around to my friend who I was with and I burst into tears and I said I've sold 10 of these (laughs) and there's 10 people around Sydney who are probably going to you know have really really poor experiences. This actually helped her realize something she holds on to to this day. I think it led to this cementing in my mind over time that good workmanship and making sure people have really positive experiences is incredibly important just from a personal ethics point of view. But with all that life throws at you, no matter how resilient you become or how successful you get, there are some fails that will always sting that little bit more. Sometimes you fail and you think, well, look, I did everything I could do and this is just life and sometimes when you play a big game you you lose those are a lot easier to deal with than the wow I that this was all me I stuffed this up it was all me those ones you just feel like getting under a blanket for a couple of days and watching a friends marathon when this happens Taid suggests taking a step back and having an honest review of the situation The point is, I think with any failure, you can look at it and go, okay, what did I actually learn out of this? I'm a little bit smarter than I was before. Tide actually went through this very recently. After taking out the title for Telstra's Victorian Businesswoman of the Year Award in 2015, she went on to nationals. I went in and I just, I knew I'd completely stuffed up the interview. You know, when you just go in and you're like, oh, that was terrible which was a great experience for me because I had not been on that side of a difficult interview in a really long time. I'm much more empathetic for when I'm interviewing people. But afterwards, the one of the judges said to me, you know, I thought you were a shoe-in, but you just completely choked. And that was incredibly painful because I was like, yeah, he was absolutely right. It was, you know, it was all on me. It was a humbling experience for Taid, who is one of our most celebrated entrepreneurs. And you go, okay, great. I'm going to be more prepared. I'm not going to make that mistake in the future. There was a couple of mistakes that I made. I didn't speak up at various points and say, oh, no, you've got the wrong idea about what I do and things like that. In those circumstances, I always think, okay, the onus is on me to think, okay, what can I learn from this and what can I do differently next time? Ultimately, the whole experience was a reminder of one of the most important things in life. It was quite a sort of a personal learning. It was more of a, okay, just be honest about where you're at and be honest honest when you don't know the answer and and that's okay I have this ongoing conversation in my head about it being okay to not look smart because the most important thing is to learn from the people around you and sometimes I still get very worried about how I'm perceived rather than what I can learn out of any given situation so it was a valuable reminder to me that focusing on how other people perceive you is just always a recipe for disaster. Whatever mistake you've made today, reflect, review, and figure out your next move. We all fail, and as Cyan tells it, it's okay. Thanks for joining us, Cyan Taid, and thank you for listening in. This is The Audacity to Fail, brought to you by Startup Smart. I'm Danushi. See you next Thursday at 6 p.m.